Welcome to one-on-one podcast where it's a weekly session where we will sit and discuss real topics that affect our daily lives. It's just you and me having an intimate one-on-one. We discuss mental wellness, pop culture, love, life, and any randomness that pops into my lovely brain. And my tangents are extremely tangible. So I will give examples. I will give visuals. You will be able to see where the conversation is going for me to wrap it right back around to the point and entertain you weekly, hopefully to help you dig into some parts of yourself that you didn't even know that needed to be worked on. This is just our one-on-one session, so it's perfectly fine for us to be transparent and open and honest. I thank you again for listening and enjoy the show. All right, everybody. So I truly thank you for joining me yet another week of one-on-one podcast. And my name is Rita. I am your host with the most fun in the sun. All righty. So I have not posted again. I told y'all I was updating all this equipment. I finally got a microphone. I get to tell you all about how God and his alignment has been working majorly in my life. Um, Yeah, you know, so let's just go ahead and get started. (sighs) Okay, so last weekend, um, I went to this podcasting event called Perfecting a Podcast, and it's by Regal Royalty entertainment um the person over it is chanel or chanel i'm sorry if i'm pronouncing her name incorrectly um as a early birthday gift for me she like put me in as her guest and i like went and luckily it was like right around the corner so it didn't even take me long to get there and it was just simply amazing it was just really really amazing they had miss Pooh who's on the radio she's a radio personality but also has uh, multiple podcasts ceo hayes um he has his own radio broadcasting company um but he has a couple podcasts that he's a part of himself and we have uh ashley who she's um, like a graphic designer, basically just like a branding specialist. And she was extremely knowledgeable, very, very helpful to really just kind of get the different, get a perspective, not from a person who's podcasting, but a person who's branding and a person who listens to podcasts. And it just kind of gives you a feel for what the future audience would be and to come. And so in all, the entire um event was just more so like networking it was just giving you hints and tips it was just kind of everything you need to literally perfect a podcast and really just get it out there and the main things that I pulled from it was be authentically you um know your audience that you're targeting so that way you know how to monetize that thing and then also you know just get it out there you know don't try to overthink but at least care about the quality that comes out um with your podcast because you just don't want it to just be like blah like you don't want something you know just to just be thrown together and say okay here here you go this is what this is like no you don't want that so mainly you know the information was just like put it out there stay consistent perfect it as you go along because of course the podcaster you are today is not going to be the podcaster you are in a week three months a year so on and so forth so um 
a couple things that I would like to get into today. I actually want to create a segment called Let's Be Real. For real. Um, and in this particular segment, we are just going to be completely authentically ourselves. Given in this entire podcast, I'm always going to be authentic and transparent and myself. But it just gives, it, it kind of shines a light specifically on whatever I want to talk about at that moment or just to kind of have like a true heart-to-heart, a real good one-on-one um, with you all because I feel like if you're taking your time to listen, I'm taking my time to be honest with you so that way you're not wasting your time and you at least can like really pull something from this. So um, today on my segment of Let's Be Real... Um, I want to just be completely honest about me. I feel like in the previous episodes that I've posted, I've given you just kind of like a brief touching, touch and go on things that have gone on with me. And um, the more that I get comfortable with you all and the more that I feel like I want to share my story to be able to help someone else, the more you'll know. Um, but in the celebration of myself because literally my birthday is tomorrow september 5th virgo nation all day baby um i wanted to just be completely honest like so this past week this is now my i want to say my third week of school yeah so this is like my third week of school and um i'm taking 14 credit hours i'm being like really studious this semester um so I'm you know taking full full credit uh full credit hours and I'm also working full-time all right well at the time frame when I was setting up the schedule it was a great idea to do this but then actually going through the motions of it all I don't want to say that it's not great I would just say that it's really stressful I would say that it is taking some getting used to. And so, you know, at the fact that I do um, deal with depression uh, and anxiety, I have been like on the fritz, like all, like I haven't gotten into the swing of the fact that I have three online classes and one campus course and um, navigating between like full-time at work, shutting work off and then like, opening up the full-time at school situation it's been so hectic and stressful also you know that you all know that I've made a recent move so um I've been in my place a couple months and I mean it has been great like outside looking in everything is like peachy inside looking out my world is like on fire so I say that because this past week I have just been like super, super emotional. I give you all the background to give you where I'm at right now. So I've just been like super, super emotional. Like I literally can say that I've cried on and off for like the past couple of days. And nothing specific has happened. Nothing tragic has happened. It's just like... When I get stressed and I get overwhelmed and I just feel like I've reached my limit, all I can do is just like cry it out. That's the only way that I can truly let out my emotions and feel like some relief to it. And like my boyfriend all day, you know, he was just like texting me sweet things and he was just like being really, really encouraging. And the crazy thing is, is that he was doing that to put a smile on my face to make me not cry and to get out of my feelings but the crazy thing is is it did the exact opposite 
I'm like boohooing at my desk. I'm like crying and crying and crying and crying and crying. And I got super emotional. And I don't know. I just feel like I have these issues with putting 100% of my emotional well-being on someone else. If I go to my therapist, I'm paying you to care about what the hell I'm talking about for an hour. Or sometimes she lets me have maybe an hour or two, you know. But, or just someone who I'm in a relationship with. And not to sit and say that it's not important or he's not important. But I've had major, major trust issues when it came to me dating people. And just being completely like transparent emotionally because I always felt that and this is the anxiety that comes in I always felt that the emotions that I let off were too much for that person and that at any point in time they will walk away and they would leave so to prevent me from being hurt by them leaving from me being open and honest about who I am how I am and whatever I'm feeling at that moment I would just bottle it in I would push all my feelings to the back burner. I would just keep it all bottled up inside until finally one day, one thing just like triggered me and then boom, there I go. I'm like flying off the handles, either crying emotionally or I'm mad and I'm like hysterical or I'm just like irrational as like, fuck, I can't think straight because I've just allowed all these emotions to bottle up to the point where they're just like, boom, they're just like coming out. So for me, you know, for... For me, it was hard for me to allow him to, like, see me in that state. I hate crying because I always felt that it made me look weak. And I'm just so emotional that if I'm pissed, I'm going to cry. Not because I'm sad, but because I feel like I'm thinking about 30 ways of killing you. And crying helps me to not go to jail and commit a crime. Um, or if I'm sad, like, I'm crying all the time. And just, like, around my birthday, I get so weird. Like, every year, always, like, always, I'm like boohoo crying for no apparent reason at all. I just cry, just be in my feelings. It's just like a, I don't know, a ritual situation that happens every time I get older. And so for this past week, it's just been like building up. And I've just been like in my feelings. I've been talking to him more. I've actually opened up more and told him like about how I felt and what's been going on with me. And, you know, he's been like, I just feel like he's been really, really supportive. And for me, it's so odd for me to allow someone to, like, be that for me. Because I'm always that person for someone else. But I'm never that per- Like, I never allow people to be that for me. Because I always, like, have to have this strong facade. Or, like, this, I'm strong. I can handle everything. And I'm, like, superwoman. And, like, the crazy part about that situation is, like, it really is not a good thing. Like, yes, it's great to be known as being strong and, like, you can handle stuff, but at the same time, you're human and you have limits. And, like, sometimes you reach those limits and you just need a break. And, unfortunately, you you put yourself in such a position where you feel like you can't take those breaks. I mean, this conversation can go in so many different ways, but just kind of, like, pushing it to a place... Like, being a black woman, you carry so much. You carry the burden of everything. And then you got to carry the burden of everything. Go to work. If you're in corporate America, deal with tons of microaggressions. People looking at you if you have natural hair. People looking at you because of the way you're built, the what you wear, how you talk. You know, if you say anything ebonically or if you, you know 
put in a finna instead of I am going to. You know, you don't switch it on and off at the appropriate times. You know, you're being judged as being ghetto. And then you have to deal with just like all these stigmas, all these titles, all these labels, all these different things. And then once you clock out, you have to go back into the real world where they once again still treat you the exact same. They hypersexualize you. You are looked at as being just like a piece of meat, nothing really to be respected. Everybody, including your own men of your race or culture or whatever, is still, you know, having demeaning things to say about you. And you you just got to walk around with your head held high. And then even then, you're called stuck up. You're called bougie. You... It's, it's just so many different negatives that you deal with on a daily that after a while of adding them all up, it's just like sometimes the negatives outweigh the positives. And like for me, I'm dealing with school full time. I'm dealing with work full time. I'm dealing with being at home. I'm dealing with being a girlfriend, a daughter, a friend, a sister, a aunt. I'm dealing with you know, being a mother to my fur baby, my dog. I'm dealing with being in corporate America and dealing with everything that I just literally just named, like the natural hair, the way that I dress, whatever. I'm dealing with all of these different things on a daily. And after a while, like that strong suit is just slowly but surely unzipping off of me. And I'm like, here I am. Like the best way to put an image to it is like, the scene where Eveline dies in the Wiz and the people unzip themselves out of the costumes and they like get out and they break free and they're like singing and happy and you know whatever yeah like let's just not make that a happy me let's make that a sad crying me and like the happy face is the costume and once it unzips I'm like boohoo crying on the inside because like I'm dealing with so much because I haven't been like really speaking on it so that was my transparent moment you know I just feel that you know a lot of people who walk around the same way that I do you know you have these moments where you want to be there for everybody else and you you have the ability to go to everybody else to talk to them but it's just like you're so used to being that person for them that you don't know how to navigate that space to actually reverse it and need the help and it's not that I'm prideful or maybe it might be pride you know and I just don't realize it but it's just like it's super 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 hard to just like open up completely and say hey this is this is that you know I need help I can't do this all on my own I want to have a mental breakdown moment you know just just dealing with everything and dealing with a lot so there's that that's my let's be real segment um hopefully some of what I said can you know be compared in your life and you can it resonates in your soul and it can work for you um in light of the fact that my birthday of course is tomorrow as I keep saying um I just kind of wanted to have a little talk about myself but then also to you know what would I say to my younger self or what would I say to younger people now that I'm getting older and For those who don't know or whatever, don't follow me, you know, whatever, I'm currently 25, but tomorrow or in the next three hours and 22 minutes, I will be 26. So my first question for myself is what makes me me? And I feel that the older I get, the more that this changes because I'm complex 
I want to say and I would like to say that I'm simple, but I'm actually very complex. Um, there are different things that make me me. I am very compassionate and caring to a fault. Um, I'm always seeing the good in someone, even when they don't deserve it or even when they don't ask me to, I see that in them. Um, when I love, I love hard. I don't really give up on people that I love. I have like a horrible attitude problem if you ever get to that point. The older I get, the more I have it controlled. So I really don't allow people to get under my skin like that. Only few people know how to. And those people shall remain nameless. <laughs> um, I'm super goofy. I have really, really like a morbid sense of humor, to be honest. Some things I laugh at that I probably shouldn't. Some things I find funny that I probably shouldn't. I don't really um, <laughs> want to offend anybody. But at the end of the day, it's my podcast. So, you know, either you choose to listen or you don't. Um, I find older people falling on YouTube to be the most hilarious thing ever in life. Not in the way that they're falling and hurting themselves, but you definitely can tell that it was like a, a near death scare. Um, I find dry humor funny, like Hannibal Burris is like funny to me in certain contexts. Um, but overall, like I'm just like, I scroll through Instagram and Facebook on a daily and find videos that just get me weak. And so, yeah, like today I literally seen a picture of Beyonce. Was not expecting this. It was like this video of her. And then it goes to like this picture of her looking just like flawless. And then it goes to this picture of her with these glasses on and this like down the middle part wig. And I just fell out. Like I could not. When I say I literally, I could not take it. Like, it took every... I, I, I lost it. At the end of the day, I lost it. Period. Um, and I don't know, like, what else makes me mean? My randomness. Like, the fact that I can just, like, kind of adapt in any environment, any situation. I can talk about any and everything. I'm pretty much open, very transparent. I'm extremely understanding um, I like to play the devil's advocate a lot because I like to see things from both sides. I feel like you really can't have a valid argument until you can see it from both perspectives. That took maturity, though, because in any argument that I've ever gotten into, I can deflect and I can argue myself down to the point where I'll make you feel like you should tell me sorry, even if I was wrong. Yeah. So, you know, still growing, still growing, still, you know, doing great things. Um... I feel like all in all, just like every part of me makes me me. Everything that I've dealt with in my life up until this point has made me me. So even the things that I don't like, even the things that I would prefer not to talk about, I feel like those things made me me. Like me dealing with um, sexual abuse at a young age, like that made me me. Me having friends, you know, come and go in my life, that made me me. Me dealing with my own insecurities and how I look at myself and how I view myself and how I feel and overcoming that and going into in and out of toxic relationships and getting therapy and really understanding who I am to know where I want to go in life that all made me me you know the loving family oriented friend oriented person is also 
tied into the toxic built bad habits to guard myself you know loving everyone to a fault you know kind of situation like all of those things are me and I feel like the older I get the more I can work through the kinks that are my flaws and the things that I can change I am trying to and the things that I can't change I'm learning to love and accept um so yeah I feel like all of that just kind of like encompasses Retha um my next question is what would you tell your younger self I feel like everyone kind of thinks about this because, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. You definitely have more knowledge now than you did when you were 18, 16, 15, 13. Um, I feel like, of course, each developmental age you reach or each age bracket or era you reach, you definitely feel like you know it all until you realize you know nothing at all. And then you get older and realize you know more than what you knew before, but you still know nothing because you still have you know life to experience you still have all of these different things under the sun to experience to really gain more knowledge and I feel like life of course is always teaching you things so you'll always be a student to life um but what would I tell my younger self um love yourself whole holy love yourself in your entirety don't allow others opinions of you don't allow Uh, societal stigmas or perceptions of what beauty is get to you don't just go for the guy that winks his eye at you you know don't fall for the potential fall for who they're showing you to be Um, follow your dreams 100% even if it scares you I feel like a lot of things I didn't do when I was younger because it scared me and I was afraid and fear took over and I didn't do it. Like, I didn't go away to college. Not because I didn't want to, but it was because I was scared. Like, I've always lived around my family. And yeah, my brother went away to college for maybe like a year and some, but he definitely came back home. So for me to not be around my family, it was, I was comfortable. I was comfortable being at home, being around family because I knew what to expect. But to go out and live on a campus and not, you know, see my family at all until breaks. Like, that was something I wasn't going to be comfortable. Well, I, at the time frame, didn't feel I would be comfortable with. And it was just so many other factors that kind of played into it. But, you know, I don't regret anything. I do wish that at one point in time I did take the advantage of moving to um, a campus that I could have stayed on that was not in my hometown. Because then it would have just gave me, you know, a push into independency versus me being 25 and moving into my first apartment. Um, just love yourself is my, my top, my top advice. I feel like because loving yourself and knowing yourself prevents you from making certain mistakes that you would have done just on a whim. And those mistakes sometimes have such an effect on your latter life than what you realize and um things could be avoided or feelings could be avoided that were hurt uh people could have just been completely not eliminated out of your life that you really didn't even have to meet or experience for the lesson that you received out of all of that um it's just it's so much it's really really so much but the main thing that I would just pull from that is just love yourself and know yourself 
stick to what you want and don't let that get altered um so with this upcoming you know chapter of my life 26 as we call it um I'm looking for a fresh start. I'm looking for new lessons. I'm completely open to it all. I definitely feel that 26 is going to bring some things to me that 25 did not. And I just want to continually build. I just want to like progress and be better. I don't ever want to regress. I want to progress to just being the best version of myself so that way I'm always the best in any situation or relationship in my life I'm the best friend I'm the best girlfriend you know if proposals happen best fiance marriage happens best wife you know kid happens best mother like all of these different relationships in my life that definitely inspire me to be better I want to be better for um and I don't really know what to expect from 26, but I definitely want to, I, I, I hope that there are great things that come from it. Um, I just want to like be in a position where I manifest greatness and I manifest great things. And like, I want to speak it into existence So that way it's not just one of those hidden dreams that never become anything but a hidden thought that, you know, I never spoke to anyone. So I definitely will profess my manifestations here. I want to be a successful author of a book that reaches millions, that gives millions a voice. I want to be a successful motivational speaker because I feel that... I can share a story, I can tell a story in a way that it helps people who may not feel like there are others out there that's like them. I want to become a successful psychologist where I'm able to explore all areas that I want to work in. Like I want to be able to counsel, I want to be able to do research on people and figure things out to help future psychologists out. I want to be able to work with kids and help them and their families. I wanna do so much. I wanna be a sex therapist, you know, to help someone work through maybe the issues that they have. And I don't wanna become a sex therapist just to learn about people's weird kinks. I more so wanna become a sex therapist because I feel like people who have dealt with sexual abuse in their younger life, either they aren't comfortable with sex aren't comfortable with their bodies during sex or they are extremely hypersexual so they're just doing it with everybody whenever however it just goes down and I want to be able to like help people through that you know I just feel like my purpose in life is to help others I've always been a person who's like I'm serving others so I just feel like it would definitely roll into it being a part of my calling and I just, I don't know, like, I, I feel like my life will be set if I can just help one person. If one person can take away from anything that I've ever said and anything that I've ever shared, I feel like I would just be on top of the world about it. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's just 
that's it for this week i just kind of wanted to check in and say hey and i missed you all and hopefully you all missed me and that i'm really going to be on my grind of this consistency thing it's just that being in school with four classes and working full time and trying to in the spare time that i do have find time to sit down and actually talk to you all it's like a little it's a little bit harder than i thought it would be but it doesn't make any excuse um i'm definitely gonna have to pick a day where i want to just continually drop these uh episodes and then once i figure out the day then i can work around the time frames of actually recording it but i definitely thank you all for um listening to me again on another episode of one-on-one pod um so of course we have our three e's at the end and we know what those are it's to educate and it's to embrace and it's to enjoy um, I didn't really have much of a takeaway this week because I mainly have been talking about myself and just kind of, you know, letting you all know a little bit more about me as we go along. So I would say just educate yourself on you. That's the best advice that I can possibly give in this entire thing that I'm doing. Educate yourself on you so that way you feel better you are at your best you know what's going on with you to be able to have relationships with anybody else um embrace your loved ones and embrace yourself embrace yourself definitely don't be too hard on yourself you know when you find out things about yourself I'm like my own worst critic I feel like everybody feels that way and once you find out there's a flaw you always kind of like nitpick and nag at yourself about it and it's like when you find yourself doing it you want to just like jump down from the sky and like choke the shit out yourself but please don't um (laughs) just don't do it you know it happens you know if you've like for myself like if it took 25 years for me to have a certain bad habit then it's not just gonna blow out the window when I figure out that that's a bad habit that I have it's gonna take some time to unlearn that habit and to learn a healthier one so don't beat yourself up about it um And then last, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your time, enjoy your week. And next week, I should have another podcast out for you. Like, I should because I should be on top of my shit. And, yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) But thank you all for listening again. And don't forget, if you haven't already, follow me at snap at rneal1957 insta at one-on-one pod spelling it out o-n-e-o-n-o-n-e pod p-o-d twitter i am spoken word but you should see the um photo of me like my bitmoji and it says one-on-one pod so you'll know that it's me and then lastly on facebook at my name read the neil and uh just you know give me a shout out listen tell me what you like tell me what you don't like You know, if you have some things that you would like for me to talk about, you definitely can send it in. Um, I'm just open. I really, really am open to anything. Don't be rude, because as I stated before in the last episode, I will clap back on that ass. Think it's a game. But anyway, (laughs) thank you all again for listening, and have a great week.